Hey babes, welcome to That Glam Mom, the podcast where you will find all of my fave glam products from beauty to baby items and advice on how not to give a glam. Okay friends, something that I want to talk to you guys about today with somebody very special is if you think you can't achieve something because of where you're from or you're like, oh, I can't do that because I live in a super small town, I want you to know that you can, and I have somebody here today, my husband, who is from a super small town, and he accomplished becoming a professional athlete, and I want to talk about his story on why he didn't give up, how he got there, and, you know, just living the dream. So, welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Oh, thanks, babe. Okay, so I want you to inspire somebody today where they are thinking that they cannot achieve or become somebody or something because of where they're from. Hmm. Well, I can lead the horse to water, but I can't make them drink it. Yes, you always say that to me, too, and I love that. That is... So, she's referring to my steps that I took to trying to be successful in something. Mm -hmm. Um... Some people might have an opinion that I wasn't very successful as an MMA fighter fighting the UFC, but, you know, I I don't know, I was ranked 50th in the world at one point, I believe somebody told me, um, at weight class 170. So, I don't know, it all started, I mean, been an athlete my whole life, played football, that was a sport that I wanted to go pro in, and then I just found out that, you know, hey, <clears throat> that's just not going to happen. I wasn't, the position I played, I wasn't big enough to to go on to the next level in. And just randomly one night I in Rochester, Minnesota, I attended a local MMA event. And for those who know, MMA stands for mixed martial arts, um, cage fighting. And at first, the watching it, I was like, there's no way I could do this. <laughs> You know, I came from wrestling, and wrestling is part of uh, wrestling and grappling is part of the part of the styles in MMA. <clears throat> but I first was like, I, "There's no way I could do this." And then they started announcing your name, and then uh, <laughs> announcing your name, and you get to pick like a song to walk out to. And I was like, "Oh, this is a lot like professional wrestling." And uh, there, I was like, "Oh man, it's a lot of attention because I never had as an athlete a lot of attention." You know. Um, I didn't, you know, I was a great high school football player. Just didn't do the stuff that got a lot of attention. You weren't the quarterback. I wasn't the quarterback. Yeah. I wasn't the tailback that, you know, that ran the ball and that kind of stuff. My job on both sides of the ball was to whoop ass. Yeah. So. So you never got the credit. From old guys. Yeah. That appreciate the sport. Yeah, that not the women. <laughs> so So you wanted a sport for the women to appreciate you. Well, I mean, I just wanted to keep <laughs> competing. Like I said, I was twenty years old and I was coming mm-hmm. down to my second year at a local junior college at RCTC. I was still farming through all this. Um so I get done. I had a short wrestling season because I had I got injured and like I said, I, I attended this MMA show, and I was like, I bet I could beat everybody one at a time if they just lined up. And that's how much better I thought. Just naturally, I was at everybody else. So the most nervous thing about getting into the sport for myself was I was 20 years old, still living at home. What's my mother going to think about this? <laughs> and I don't even think my dad think thought it was a very good idea either. 
Um, just because. What the made sp- you still go then? Or- I wanted to. I wanted to keep competing. Uh, like so I they said, never I, told you no. <clears throat> no, mom said no. Oh. <laughs> mom said no. You're not doing this. My dad really didn't say no. I, I think my dad just thought it was kind of a stupid sport because at this time, in the area, Rochester, Minnesota area, it was just nothing but bar fighters getting into it. So, um, but uh, like I said, I I once I got hurt at RCTC my second year wrestling, I thought it was going to be a, I'm done. I mean, I mean, I was an all state football player. And I'm going to be done at the age of 20 years old, and I'm going to have nothing to look forward to but slow-pitch softball for the rest of my life. I've always felt like I put the work in my entire life to do something more. So I <laughs> called the number, and that the promoter was like, oh, we got to fight next month. Let's throw you in there. You know? And I was like, I think I want to train a little bit before, you know, instead of just jumping right in there. I mean, I had a good base for the sport because I'm coming from wrestling and being a a decent wrestler but I had to learn you know pick up some jujitsu you know what is it like to fight against a cage you know if you're back you know I I, boxing I had to pick up all that stuff so so yeah that's notice I, I didn't jump the gun I wasn't going for like the home run right away thinking that I was ready for it I mean it's it's baby steps you gotta crawl before you walk type uh you know, viewpoints and that kind of stuff. So I, uh, you know, just took, I wouldn't say I took a lot of time because I had the base of wrestling, but yeah, I, uh, you know, I wasn't scared to, uh, to give it a shot. I didn't know how I was going to do or how far I could go. I, I initially, I just wanted to be the local tough guy (laughs) at 20 years old. And, uh, but to motivate you guys, I mean, even Arnold Schwarzenegger, his first rule to success, or one of his rules to su- success, and I'm a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger guy. He was my idol growing up. Uh, you cannot be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. If you go and try mm-hmm. to accomplish something and give it everything you got, you can't be ashamed of yourself. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You can't have any regrets. You know that by making those attempts and putting the hard work, as long as you put all your passion into it, you're going to learn things on the way. You know, you're going to learn things that taught you on the way. I came up short trying to be a successful football player, but my hard work put me in the position to succeed in MMA, you know, and even even wrestling. People don't know this. I didn't go off of wrestling until my senior year in high school. The, you know, it's just as long as you're continuing like hard work and putting all the effort that you can into something, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Who cares what the naysayers are going to say? Because they're going to be out there. Um, and uh, even in my small, I mean, I live kind of in a tri town community, Plainview, Elgin, Millville, or three small towns all together. I mean, in Minnesota. The, in Minnesota, Southeast Minnesota. And there was people when I got into it that said I wouldn't last. And I was like, I, I don't know why I deserve to be, because people would come and tell me this. They wouldn't say this to my face, of course. You know, and that just says that right there about these people. They they're just want to talk behind your back. And mm-hmm. they they don't want you to succeed because they're not succeeding at something. Exactly. So, and that even goes for women, too, I think. If it goes for everybody. everybody if, if they Children, do not- kids. 
No one wants to see you. They're happy for you until you're doing better than them, and then they want you to stop. They will do anything it takes to stop. Yeah, and I use that as you know, as motivation. The yeah. naysayers saying, "Don't I would never let that get me down." You know, I you know, why listen to that? What are they doing? You know, yeah. they were doing nothing important to me to say I I value your critique. You know, so I just didn't care what anybody had to say. I. You know, just wanted to keep competing in something, mm-hmm. you know, and I it just that. happened to be cage fighting, you know, and uh, like I said, don't ever let anybody, you know, say, yeah. hey, even if you're trying to go to the gym, let's say you're trying to get in better shape, you know, don't worry about people trying to, you know, because I, I make fun of at the, at the athletic club we go to, I kind of make fun of people that work out and dress like they're getting paid to do it, you know, they're, you know, males and females. You know, I want to, if they want to brag about how fit they are, I, I, you know, and that's, you know, just being level-headed and a nice person I'm big on. I just, you know, if anybody's bragging about how fit they are, I want to say, how much money have you actually made in your life of fitness? Well, I competed in this one, oh, so you've, in this amateur show, oh, so you've lost money, (laughs) but you want to come to the gym and act like you're better than everybody else. I go to the gym wearing full sweats. You know, so, mm-hmm. so yeah. Go there to get the job done. So, yeah, but I, so don't ever worry about what, you know, if, if somebody has time to actually critique somebody on whatever they're doing, like negatively, they don't have much going on. They're not busy enough and they could be more successful mm-hmm. if they were just concentrating on their own life. I love that. So, I mean, there's my... My two cents. You always inspire me or say that kind of stuff to me when I come to you. Of like, ah. well, I've had. Uh, I'm very fortunate to grow up around very good motivational speakers, and the the guys that have motivated, like the motivational speaking that I've heard in life, I've never forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I said, you know, if you do, like, can't be afraid to fail, and as long as you do it with passion, I mean, you should always whatever you're going to try to accomplish. Uh, my high school, my head high school football coach told me this, well, I told the team, and I've never forgotten, I still use it to this day, is, you know, if you're going to do something, do it with passion. And what he meant by that, just don't go out for football just to go out and, well, because I want something to do. Why not give it your, I mean, if you're not even, like, not expecting to play. Let's say you just want to be part of a team, but you're just going to do it. But still do it with passion because the hard work that you're going to put in along the way, who knows, it might turn into something. You know, so whatever you do, do it with passion. You know, it's just like getting, you know, and one of the viewpoints was, and I'll never forget that he said was, you know, just like if you ever get married one day, just don't get married to get married, to, mm-hmm. to be married. You're, you know, then before you know it, if you don't put passion into it, your wife, your husband, if you don't put passion into it, it things are just going to fall apart. And then before you know it, you're divorced. Mm-hmm. You know, so what, you know, you should take every day, put passion, and that's hard to do, easier said than done, just like anything, you know, mm-hmm. you should just always remember, do it with passion, whatever you do, do it with passion, I don't care if it's, you know, math league in high school, you know, or if it's football, track, baseball, you know, or if any other business that you try to get, you know, if you're an adult and going to try venturing off into a business or something, do it with passion, you know, wake up every day with the want to attitude to accomplish something. What am I going to do today 
that's going to better me tomorrow. What do you think, babe? I love that. I have said countless times that I think you should be a motivational speaker. And um, <sighs> hi. <laughs> Can I be your manager? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. You're so inspiring. That's so amazing. I love that. I think... You know, coming from me, I obviously I was not an athlete. Like I was in competitive cheerleading, but then in high school, I just did track to like stay fit and that kind of stuff. But I never had like a coach like that that gave me motivational speaking, and I did not have a mother like that. So, I mean, my dad was amazing with that kind of stuff. But you know, somebody that isn't a parent or someone to look for, like I personally, and I know a lot of other women have not had that. So. What would you say to them where now they're starting to look for that motivational speaker or they're looking for that motivation or they're looking for that where if they want to, you know, start becoming a blogger in a small town, but they, you know, but their friends say don't do it. Like that comes from uh, clearly that that's not a good friend. Don't listen to the naysayers. Yeah. Just give it a shot. You can't be afraid to fail. You know, Mm -hmm. find something that. You know, that tr- I mean, there's things that, you know, there's triggers and what, what drives it and what triggers things. You know, well, here, you're listening to this, let this be the trigger. Yes. You know, let this be the trigger and, you know, look, you know, have a plan because a, a, a goal without a plan is just a dream. Everything starts out as a dream and you make a plan for it and then there you can really set your goal. You know, and always shoot for the stars. Don't ever, like, think that, oh, I just want to get to this point at something. As a young kid, I always said I was going to play in the NFL. Now, it's very, from a guy of a small, from a small town, the odds of me making it were not that good. But I wouldn't let anybody tell me differently. I woke up every day and I worked out. I trained. I trained as hard as I could with what I had, being from a small town. Like I said... The hard work that I put in, the passion that I put into one thing, like football, being an athlete, completely led success, led mm-hmm. me to success and something I had nothing to do with. Nothing to do with that is cage fighting and, you know, mm-hmm. and it just, everything converted for mm-hmm. me and I continued my hard work there. So, I mean, a million things are going through my mind right now. I love that. You know, um... I don't know. Keep talking. Maybe I can come up with some more things. I don't know. <laughs> I think, um, no, that all of that's amazing. And it's just, it's all of, I think anything with what you do in life, if it's something that you're like, I have a passion in that I want to do that, but it's something I've never done before. Why don't you shift your mind and start thinking of all of the skills that you learn throughout the time that could lead you to this and could be super successful with this because of everything that you've already done. No. I mean, it's Maybe never... to shift your mind on some ways of thinking. You're asking me to, to do that? No, to tell oh, them. Oh, tell them how to shift your mind? Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, I don't know. Always visualize success, I guess. I mean, in your mind, always, I mean, I don't know. I, I fall back on sports all the time because that's what I have what I've had to deal with, do, do with in my life, you know, keep on telling yourself that you can do it. And, uh, you know, if you keep on, it's like, I don't know if you went into like a wrestling match and if you told yourself you're going to lose, well, you know, that, that, that's probably what's going to happen, you know? 
Um, it's okay to be upset with yourself on certain days that if you didn't get stuff accomplished, um, you know, or if a day didn't go well, you know, I, I get upset with myself all the time when I'm learning my new job right now, coming home, and everybody's like, you know, at my new job, they're like, ah, don't why you get down on yourself so much? And I was like, well, when I fought, you know, and if I had a bad night sparring and I have a fight coming up, you think I'm going to go home happy? You know? No, I, you know, I, I'm going to go home and say you better pull your head out of your ass when you wake up in the morning because we're going to do a better job tomorrow. You know, because you only have, you know, so many, uh, you know, so many training days to get ready for that fight day, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, you guys, everybody out there, if you're not, like, competing in, like, a sport, I mean, don't put too much pressure on yourself, <laughs> you know. So, so yeah, I mean, but it's never too late to start, you know. Yeah. If you're always, you want to sit back in life and never take a risk and go for something, well, you know, you're always going to be wondering what if, you know, uh, I still have what ifs in life. I, I farmed all the way through my fighting career and I always wondered if I would have done better, if I just would have, uh, if I just would have, uh, you know, gave up the farming life and just concentrated on fighting, you know, or just being an athlete, you know, but there's ways to cope with that. I am okay with every failure in my life because of the woman I met that's in front of me and the kids I have. You know, it took like a certain pattern in life to get to where I'm at. You Mm -hmm. know, with, I mean, if I would have, you know, decided to do one thing, could have been so life altering that I might have met just the wrong woman. (laughs) Uh, I have met them. And, and. And I'd have totally different, I'd have kids that are totally different. I have, Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine myself with any, like, different kids or any other woman. Oh, I love you. But that that just comes with everything that's happened. I can't be upset with the fights that I've lost. And I'd like to think that I am rewarded with a great wife and two great kids because of the hard work I've put in my entire life. Love you. You know, I don't know, I've... One fight that always pops up in my mind is the one time I was knocked out, you know, in MMA. You can look it up on YouTube if you want. You know, it's, uh, you know, Anthony Johnson. I can't, you know. I'm. But you, <laughs> you were the first fight that they saw. They were like, wow, that guy's a beast. Like, right? It was like your fight against him where then he went on uh, the He was, you know, he was pretty, you know, he he was, and trust me, I was a huge fan of this guy after he knocked me out. Uh Rumble Johnson. That's what I love too. I think, I think that's how I look at things too. Is if somebody's doing a really great job, I'm like, you go, girl, and you support people as well, even if you're doing the same thing as them. Also, thank you for saying all that about me. I'm so lucky to be with such a strong, amazing man that keeps me motivated and confident. And trying amazing. to get brownie points for today. <laughs> oh yeah, is that it? Oh, you're hilarious. Um, I love you. So I think. You know, the one, number one thing that I've struggled with most in life is I think some people could see my potential or my passion or whatever, and they did everything they could to stop that, anything they could, and even me start questioning myself. And so thank you for being behind me for helping me get over that. But, you know, let's talk to some women because I feel like a lot of women are going to be tuning in um, besides sports, giving them a different thing, you know, anything that I've been through or anything like that. I want you guys to know 
that they're only saying that to you because they are scared. They are so scared and they are taking that into a negativity and they're taking it out on you. So if you want to do something and you're so excited about it and then you go and you pick up the phone and you call your friend and she's like, oh, well, I heard this. I heard that. You should not do that. That's uh, and then you don't do it. I want you to stop that thinking. And you know what? You Maybe that friend, you already know that that's kind, that kind of person. Don't call that friend. Or tell that to your husband or your partner or something like that. Somebody that's super close to you besides a best friend. Um, and really get excited that way. And then go to them. And if they say that to you, then stand up for yourself and say, you know what? I really love this. And I would love for you at least to just try it. So at least when I talk about it, you understand why I have the passion. You don't have to do the same thing I'm doing. That's totally fine. But at least you can appreciate and you understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, a true friend will always be supportive, mm -hmm. you know. And, uh, you know. I think some people, they just don't stand up for themselves enough. And then they listen to that. And then it affects their entire life. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, you know, a bully's only so tough until you punch him in the mouth, you know. <laughs> so it always, you know, if somebody's trying to bully, you just say, you know, right when you make it a confrontation, you know, they're probably not ready for that because nobody confronts them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if somebody's, you know, being negative to you. Believe it or not, I thought when I went on the Ultimate Fighter reality TV show, I took second place. I choked in the finals. Um I lost to the probably the better, you know, I should have, I don't think, I, I won't say I should have won that fight in the finals, but I should have fought better. Uh, I just wasn't ready for the moment. He was definitely a lot ready for that, that limelight moment than I was, which I am ashamed to say, because I always lived for the limelight, uh, the spotlight, whatever you want to say, but. Uh, well, I think. You think what? You had your emotions. Because your mom came to your room before. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you got to block. I mean, you got to do what's best for yourself. If somebody doesn't like, you know, I, and it was just the experience thing. I was 22 years old going through all this. You know, I, I was only a year and a half into my career. And you got to understand, everybody's got to be okay with, you know, in a certain situation like that, like fight day, you know, you're, you know, you need to keep like all the emotions blocked out you know coming from a small town and everything my mom and dad mom's never been to you know has never traveled before you know and my dad besides like coming to watch me play sports so here i'm i'm worried you know i'm not worried but i wanted everybody to be involved with everything that i had going on that was that i had going on great but you know whatever mom came to my my uh my hotel room before the fight and you know, I was just kind of resting and laying around and uh, it, you know, gave me a hug and that kind of stuff. And it just kind of made me emotional. You know, I don't know, you know, it made me emotional and I don't, I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was all, you know, learning. You got to do, I told my mom after a while, even like when I was fighting on the road and that kind of stuff. And I'm just, you know, the family's very close, obviously. You know, I probably talked to my mom way more than your average person growing up on a farm. And they just lived down the road from us. We're actually looking at their house right out the window right now. But, I, you know, I, I don't want to talk on fight day. You know, I'm not going to call you. You know, don't call me. Uh, I just want to be left alone. I want to focus on that kind of stuff. You know, so I don't know if we're getting off track and that has anything to do well, with no, what it, we're talking about. It just right messes now. with your emotions. 
Yeah. So, I mean, in the long run, you know, everybody's got to understand and, you know, here, I'll get back on topic. Everybody's got to understand you got to do what's best for yourself, mm-hmm. you know. So, so yeah. And hopefully they support you with that. Mm-hmm. With that said and done, <laughs> you know, do we need just a review? or No, I love that. I think that's so amazing. And basically, moral of the story is if you want to do something... I think you should write down what you like five things that you want in life. Where do you want to live? Heck, why not even why keep it five? Just you know, yeah, make write a down, bubble make a bubble plan. I don't know. Like you write down thing and you just make bubbles off and give this I keep on branching yeah, off. You know? Well I want you to write down and think of things and how you want to see your life and what you want to do if there's a way that you can get that and there's a way that you could, you know, travel or make the money you want or get the car that you want or anything like that, then you should go for it, go for it and say, this is giving me everything that I want in life and I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to let anyone get to me who says anything bad about it because it's what makes me happy. And then, you know what? It's a self-development thing because you learn who your true friends are and who they're not, who's not. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And it just all comes down to, you know, just passion, desire, discipline you know and uh mm-hmm. sticking to some excuse me um but yeah uh, just to touch on one more thing being from the small town anything is like you know my road to to success that i had the success that i had well i won't even say it was successful but the success i had the road to it didn't it didn't feel that hard because i well i enjoyed the you know the grind the, I enjoyed the working out and that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, let's say, you know, a fighter or like a, somebody that's, I don't care, you know, if you're a blogger, yeah, let's go that route. Let's get away from athletics. You know, let's say you're a blogger, you want to become a blogger and you're from a small town. It is doable. You know, it just, let's say there's a blogger from a bigger city, that route that path is going to be a lot easier for mm-hmm. that person that's from a bigger area and that kind of stuff. It, it's still possible to do it from a small town, just that your path is going to have some obstacles. You know, for instance, like we live in Elgin, Minnesota, which is about 20 miles from Rochester and about an hour and a half from Minneapolis. So any blogger in Minneapolis, they have so many amazing like restaurants and backdrops and, you know, walls and they, their content can be better. So we just, from you know, being a blogger from a small town, you just have to get creative. Like my husband even is drive. Like we drove around town one day, both the little small towns. And we just like looked at walls and I was like, that'd be a good drop for that kind of outfit. We just went and so I would say to you, if you want to do it, go ahead and do it. Go drive around your town and look at buildings and landscapes a lot differently. Um, get creative. Get creative. <laughs> I, I have no clue about blogging uh oh he knows a lot more than well i mean i can never actually attempt to do it it'd be great if i could be as good as my wife and you know i obviously my niche in blogging or an influencer would be at like athletics i guess you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah like i said uh you know there might be some more bumps on the road if you're from like a more non-populated area and i love my town that's why we live here i am born in elgin (laughs) 
And I will die in Elgin. Okay, but we're going to go move to Florida in between. (sighs) (laughs) Off topic. Okay, friends. Well, thank you so much for coming with us. And Tom, since you love hearing motivational quotes and you always kind of say one of those, I want you to leave with something inspirational to say to our followers. inspirational. Yes, to men and women and get out there and go after your dream. Is there something that you've heard that you love that you always have listened to yourself thinking? Um, out off the top of my head, I mean, I know you're tired. I know you're hurting. And I wish I could say something classy and inspirational, but that just wouldn't be our style. <laughs> Pain heals, chicks take scars, and glory lasts forever. Oh, perfect. Where is that from? Ah, uh, that's... Sh- from the movie The Replacements, uh, Shane Falk, the character Shane Falk said it. Well, okay, if you want a better one than that, here, I'm going to keep it nice and short here. The difference between try and triumph is a little oomph. Yes! He said that to me before, and I love it. Oh, babe, I love you so much. Sorry, Thank I you can't for think of any better, better ones. I love that. You guys love you, that too, you, don't you? Oh, my gosh. You just, you're telling me to come up with a quote right on the spot, and I'm like... Can't you just have like an, an outline for me for the day? So I can you know, anytime I do a podcast or him, we do not, rec- like, everything is, basically it's live. We don't edit anything too much out. Well, I don't do anything. No, he doesn't so do anything. <laughs> okay, friends, thank you so much for tuning in. We would love for you to leave a five-star review and have a great day. Say bye-bye. Au revoir. <laughs>